right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ArtsCast. This is the Arts Desk podcast for the Daily Utah Chronicle. It is a new bi-weekly podcast where we dive into the latest in the arts entertainment world. My name is Oakley. I'm the Arts Desk editor for the Daily Utah Chronicle, and today I am joined by Parker, Zoe, and Zach. Hello. Oh. Up, guys. <laughs> Quite the delay there. <laughs> yeah, we called that. That was awkward silence. That's what yeah. I thought it was. Um, I mean, what's up, everyone? How we doing? It's Tuesday. That it means we are fresh into the first week of classes, right? I yes. know. How are classes going for you guys? I've looked at Canvas twice. I think. <laughs> what? Ish. I, I'm only. I, I'm on my victory lap. So I'm, I'm only taking like three classes. So, and they're all, none of them are hard. So oh, it's just, nice. and it, it's like syllabus week still exists in with online classes, even, you what? know, given what's going on right now. So like a lot of the stuff I had to do was like, tell us your name and your right. favorite ice cream and all that stuff. Oh, we gotta love those get to know you questions. First Zoom class ended in 10 minutes because our professor <laughs> couldn't, figure out how to share a screen so we just called it quits so oh my god <laughs> do we want to introduce ourselves or yeah sure yes. um so my name is parker um i'm a sophomore here at the u and i am the assistant arts editor for the daily utah chronicle all right and i'm oakley i'm the arts editor for the daily utah chronicle and i'm a senior this year Hey, you're almost out. Yep. <laughs> I've been a senior yeah. for a year and a half now. Um, I'm Zach. I used to run the sports desk. I used to be the desk editor at the Daily Utah Chronicle a couple of years ago. Um, since then, I've switched over to KU Radio, I, I, where I primarily work now. I run a blog um, that I post not regularly at all. I run a radio show called All Things Sports, and I run a um, live streaming show with Studio 200 called Short Sports. If you can't tell, I like sports. Um, but I, I studied, uh, and why I think I'm, you know, qualified to be here. I studied music, uh, education for the first couple of years that I was here. Um, and then I switched to journalism. So, uh, that's why, you know, it's, I'm not just a, uh, a vagrant that was brought in off the streets to be on a podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of operate in that world. You've probably seen my work. I've been here for too long. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I like hopping around. Student media is pretty fun, so. Student media is great. I love it. Zach, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is that something that normally happens? When you're is what something? Recruit um, podcasters for your podcast. You just look for the first average Joe that you see on the, the, f- the first person. Um, we've, we've done, we've done that before. We've, uh, we tried to get like public interaction with the, with one of our shows. And so we were like, Hey, do you watch Utah football? You can come be on a podcast and yell about it. Which, which was, it didn't work at all. I don't, I don't even think, I don't even think we got anyone, but uh, it, it's, it was floated. It was, it was, I was, I was cool with the idea. I still haven't introduced myself. Um, <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead and do that. Um, my name's Zoe. I am also a senior, I'm probably looking towards being a super senior in the future. Um, I am a podcast 
team leader for KU Radio. Um, pretty much specialize in everything podcast. I'm still learning. Like, there's more to learn every single day about podcasting, I think. And um, I used to be a film major, so I know how to use uh, Premiere and stuff like that. I made a short film. It's terrible. I don't recommend that you watch I won't provide a link to it unless absolutely necessary. Come on, I feel like now you have to provide it's the link to it. Absolutely necessary. The it plug is absolutely is necessary. <laughs> You've laid the groundwork. You have to finish the plug now. <laughs> Who wants to hear the plot? Are you guys curious? Yes. I am curious. Yes. Infinitely curious. Dive deep. Okay, so, well, actually, so it was my third time, like, doing a, a film for class because I actually, my, the first time I did a film, I took the Sicily Film and Media Arts program in, I think it was like 20. I want to say it was 2018, summer 2018, and um, the teacher told me, like, this is terrible, you have to redo it. Um, that was, like, the first thing she said. <laughs> She's like, I can't even pass you because this is just so... <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> because I um, had actually, like, recruited, like, a native Italian to be in my film, and he didn't, like, speak um English at all so I basically google translated everything he said and then he would google translate it back to me and he only wanted to film outside the apartment complex that the students were living in because he felt uncomfortable <laughs> going anywhere else um so then I I went home because I was allowed extra time to make a new film and I did the Seattle Film Fest um that same summer and I ended up making a film about how, because for real life, like my, both my parents got in a water skiing accident, like on the same day. And my mom was like airlifted out and, and they were both on crutches. So I made up like a love story of them like reuniting because they were both on crutches and they saw each other and they were just like, hey, you have the same, like sort of, <laughs> you have the same impairment that I do. So it was, it was a love story. Yeah. That's so, cute as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't want to have to get into that, but I feel like I kind of brought it up. So now, yeah. Anyway, that's me. <laughs> um, so we got a playlist to go through, right? We do have a yeah. playlist to go to, to through. Why did I say two? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't talk today. School. You would think that college would make you smarter, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> nah. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Right. Is this is the pressure on for me because I I believe I'm first. I think so, you are first. So Oakley, can you can you tell us the why you wanted to get this playlist together? Like what what's it about? So this was actually Parker's idea that he brought to me. This is so my I'm gonna idea. let Parker talk about this. <laughs> All right, go so, go for it, man. So there's a band that I like called Greer. I don't know if you guys know that band, but they have a podcast or they did they kind of started a little thing during quarantine um and they would always start their podcast with like a spotify playlist and they'd have like a theme every week um and they would kind of just like go through each member of the band um and like they would all pick a couple songs a few songs and they would kind of explain like why they picked them and why they liked the songs and i thought it'd be cool to add something like that to this podcast so here we are cool what's the what's the playlist about so this playlist is songs to study to so <laughs> <laughs> i'm assuming i'm assuming it's uh it's in the wake of you know half School. of campus spending their time in their rooms 
you know, right. with nothing to do and Zoom calls to to not pay attention to. You know, right. the I I have a um, I'm in the marching band up at the up at the U, and so uh, I have to go up to campus for rehearsal mm-hmm. every day, and it is like the amount of parking is oh, awesome. Bliss. <laughs> there we go. The one good thing to come out of Zoom University is yeah. parking on the actual campus. Awesome. I can relate to that. You wouldn't think that like the parking patrol are like so on top of their stuff though, because there's less people on campus, but they're actually like, I see like little like uh, brigades of like parking enforcement and they're, <laughs> there's like two or three at a time and they were actually waiting for me to park so they could watch me like go put my ticket in. And I was just like, Oh my god, that is so much pressure. Like, I already, I don't even not stop. Like, I already, <laughs> like, I think I spent maybe, like, two parking t- tickets, um, or two parking permits worth of tickets. So I might as well have just gotten the, the permit at that point. But. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've been there or not, but I've definitely been there. <laughs> but the worst is, like, when they take like, a really cheesy photo of your license, and you're just, like, Seriously? They attach it to the ticket. Yeah, they, they show you, like, they took a picture of your car. They, like, Oh, yeah, and then they'll stick it on there. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> they won't, they won't, the officers won't put their names on the tickets, those cowards. Yeah, they won't tell us who they are. Like, you need to start holding them accountable. But anyway. <laughs> right, you already, we're already being charged enough for tuition. Yeah, Stop okay. charging us for parking. Okay, well, I think, um, Going back into the Spotify playlists that we have created for you guys, um, for your listening enjoyment. Um, should I go ahead and start off? Go for it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, awesome. Um, so I wasn't really sure, like, I, I kind of, the whole, like, this is actually for studying thing, like, that didn't register for me, like, immediately. So I kind of just went all over the map with my songs. Um, does anybody have the um, the playlist that they want to screen share? I can screen share real quick. Um, um, it says it's disabled. Oof, so I think you have to. <laughs> I mean, do we need it up? I we have the I have the Google Doc. Up. Yeah, you can look at the doc if you want. All right, I just thought it would be like cooler to be like, actually, you can follow me on Spotify. Here's my information. <laughs> That's right. Um, so um, the first song that I put down is um, so Morrissey came out with a new album. Um, I'm failing to remember what it's called at the moment, but um, the one of the tracks that I really liked from that album is "Love Is On Its Way Out." Um, I'm just a fan of everything Morrissey. Um, I was a fan of the Smiths, big fan of the Smiths. Um, yep. And just like, uh, I think my favorite song, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but Spent the Day in Bed is just like so relatable. Like, yeah, I spent the day in bed. Yeah, I do that almost all the time now that like we're pretty Hell much- yeah, I did. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you like about, about Morrissey? Because I actually haven't heard of that, of that name before. Um, really? You haven't heard of Morrissey? That's crazy. Where it's like a household name. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of knowledge about Morrissey, but I'll let it. I'll leave the. I'll leave the call now. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So basically, I used to confuse Morrissey with David Morrissey because apparently these are two different people. Um. If you guys have ever watched The Walking Dead, there's a character called the Governor, and he's like the bad guy who I guess, like he keeps his zombie daughter in his little basement or something, and he's like, 
I guess he's the arch villain of the show. Um, anyway, <laughs> his, his real name is David Morrissey. And so I would always be like, yeah, my favorite singer is David Morrissey. And people would just give me a blank look because it was actually just Morrissey. He just goes by. Is he into oh. 70s eclectic guitar playing? Uh, While he changed up his zombie deck. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch The Walking Dead, but like the four episodes that I saw were like the first, like the right when that happens, when like you realize that he has his daughter chained to a wall. I, I hate him. I hate him. I've only seen like two episodes of it. Yeah, it's really creepy. But anyway, I, I got confused because even if you look him up, like if you were to look him up right now, they kind of look the same as well. The actor and the singer. And they both have like Morrissey in their name. So it's very confusing. Anyway, um, so yeah, I really like the Smiths. Um, I like that Morrissey, this is um, 2020. Like this is the most recent album that he's come up with. Um and from there, um, actually, it was really, really cool. My mom um, and my stepdad won tickets to a Morrissey concert. But then my mom, I guess she tore a ligament or something and she couldn't go. So it was really sad because they had like... That is sad. Yeah, they arranged they like... parents stopped hurting themselves. She said yeah, Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently after you, you uh, get surgery, they, the doctors or surgeons or whatever will record your surgery and you can watch the video. <laughs> what? Um, I don't want to know what I look like. What? <laughs> well, not only that, but the hamstring surgery is like a particularly awkward one to kind of watch yourself go through. Um, she was just like, I think I will just keep that on the down low. Like, I never want to see that. <laughs> anyway, this is all related to Morrissey and so <laughs> Oh, right, I forgot. Yeah. Let's move along. Let's let's uh let's put that behind us. Um <laughs> so um the second song I have, so none of these songs go together. No, I just thought I'd preface with that. Um so the next song I have is Drifting by Bene. Bene 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 with two E's. And so I'm sure you guys have all heard of the song Super Lonely. It's a sort of like a big hit right now. Well, of course, that was like a yeah. TikTok staple during, like right before <laughs> quarantine. Everybody was playing that. I have never made a TikTok. I never will. You're missing I'm out. Resisting the urge. I just feel like it's like a time warp. It'll just suck up all my free time. And so I'm kind yeah. of- It will. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is, is I've come across some of Parker's <laughs> videos on my For You page. No, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should have a whole podcast episode dedicated to going through, like, some of those TikToks. <laughs> oh, we should. We have to. Wait, which ones have you seen? Because <laughs> my TikToks oh. are pretty Oh, it's probably, interesting. like, two months ago when I first, like, came across them. And so, of course, I had to, like, stalk your, your TikTok. Oh, no. <laughs> I've... A whole different side of me comes out on TikTok. Let's just say that. So I'm sorry you had to see those. No, it's okay. I was like, yeah, I've not seen. I've got. To, I've not got to know the side of Parker yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny and embarrassing, but wow. also funny. Okay. You're a celebrity now. Damn, man! I got like 124 followers. So whoa, it's been pretty good. Wow. <laughs> Do you uh, have a musically? No, I never got into that. that one where you, I guess you lip sync to your favorite songs. It's like I aged like when you said that I aged like five years. 
<laughs> just rapid warp speed aging right here. <laughs> yeah, no, I I didn't understand it at first. It's very weird, but um, it's definitely like outside of my comfort zone. I understand Snapchat. Like that's kind of my education stops there. So <laughs> sending pictures on like a digital media. And, my education stops with Snapchat, Zoe yeah, exactly. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> My senior quote before I graduate. Um, Seriously. So um, I guess back to the list. Um, so this is like the one that I picked, um, not super lonely, like, you know, huge. Um, it was in the top 100 billboard. I guess it was like in the pop hits or something like that for me pretty popular. I want to say it was like number 50, um, but I picked like one of her lesser known songs, which is called Drifting. Um, it's just like, I guess it's like more of like a relaxed, like synthy beat. Um, I really enjoy it. I, I always like look for an artist's like top songs and I picked the one just beneath that. So I don't, so I look more hipster, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so you don't look like you've just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm just like, well, everybody knows that song. So let me scroll like to their, um, I don't know, like their title track that nobody listened to from like five years ago or something. Um, so yeah, that is Drifting. Um, I highly recommend. She has a beautiful voice. Like I'm just down for female singers that have like really like solids, like kind of like she has like a Halsey vibe, but like she's like Halsey and Marina and the Diamond Love Child or something. Like she's just really cool. I like her. Um, moving along, because I am only on number three. Um, <laughs> and we still have the rest of you guys to um, give your give your five. Um, so I picked. Uh, I love the band Nothing But Thieves. Um, if you guys have ever heard of them, uh, I actually first saw them like when I started college. Like I went to go um, hang out with a guy friend of mine, and the band I guess was doing meet and greet after their performance, and I guess like we were also seeing AWOL Nation. They were like the headliner. And so he was just complaining the whole time. I want to stay for AWOL Nation. And I just, I missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime because of one like super like whiny person that I am not friends with anymore. <laughs> um, and I regret it, you know, because if we had stayed friends, maybe I wouldn't regret it, but I do. Um, they're a British band. Um, they're like one of their most recent albums is like called... Uh, like Broken Machine, it's really good. Came out in like 2017. And this one's called Is Everybody Going Crazy? It's just like um, really upbeat, um, sort of like alternative rock, punk, pop, just a lot, there's a lot going on with that. Um, and um, maybe, should we break up like um, my kind of listing? Cause I feel like I'm doing a lot of listing here. You guys have any uh, responses to any of my choices? Or? I haven't heard of any of those songs. I mean, I've heard of Morrissey, but that's about all I'm familiar with. I am completely in the woods right now. I have no <laughs> idea what any of these songs are. I'll have to check these out. Honestly, the only thing you need to know is Morrissey. And I'm frankly, I'm embarrassed, Zach. <laughs> Honest, but you don't know more. I'm sorry. Seriously, Zach, all your patience for being on here just went out the window. Yeah. I've heard, excuse me. I've uh, <laughs> I've heard I've heard the name, and I I do believe I've listened to a song before, but it was it was it was too long ago for for me to be able to like say I know who he is. But yeah, I'm no, pretty I'm sure a, I'm lacking. 
I'm pretty sure everyone's heard this charming man by the Smiths or oh, of course. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty popular song. So probably <clears throat> that. It never goes out. It's like my my bop. Um they should make a kids bop. bop. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> This Do I regain my the Smiths? Do I regain my qualifications now because she said that? <laughs> yes, you can. I yes, you so. regain your qualifications. What about um, like Morrissey? But it's all um, Jacob Sartorius covering it. I need, I need <laughs> so to we stop, get out. Actually, go down to that. Actually, <laughs> I would be so Parker. Oh my god, Jacob Sartorius goes so hard. This comes from the TikTok king over here, so. That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I'm almost done. I'm going to wrap it up. You know, I'm going to like, you know, it's too much airtime at this point. Um, so the fourth song that I put on here is called Personal Lies by Dijo, D-J-O, in case you want to look it up. Um, anybody who's listening out there. It's just really catchy. I'm just, I don't know. I like a lot of like, sort of like indie fringe pop synthy kind of sounds and I feel like that's kind of the vibe I was going for with this track. Um, I don't know too much about them off the top of my head, but I'm a big fan. If you like trying to think of like some weird indie pop bands that are kind of like people like, um, there's, I don't know how, but they found me. I really like them. Oh, I saw them in concert. They opened for the 1975. Yes. I went to that concert and their lead singer, Dallin Weeks, I was like, I know this man, and he used to be in Panic at the Disco. Whoa, are you? And serious? I was yes. I looked at him and I was like, I've seen your face somewhere. That's crazy. I remember when Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco was like not big. That was in 2013. I went to my first Panic at the Disco concert before it was cool, mm-hmm. and Walk <laughs> the Moon I guess had just come out, and they oh, had- okay. Anna's son was like really big and Jenny and all those I don't know if you guys know anything mm-hmm. about right now but I just remember him doing like a backflip on the stage and that was like, yes yeah I and every, I swear everybody and their grandmother knows how to do a backflip now because of like I guess the worldwide web and like the internet I see so many people doing like videos of themselves backflipping that's not even doesn't phase me anymore but mm-hmm. um getting off on a tangent um last song um i think everybody is familiar with dua lipa here probably yep. all over the radio so exactly. everyone has to everyone everyone has to verify now with every artist that i don't in fact live under a rock <laughs> pretty much all right she, exactly. she said she said i think everyone knows who dua lipa is and she looked right at me and i, I promise you this is a Zoom call. I'm She's like staring at. I'm looking at my own. Like I'm like, is my hair okay? Hair check, vibe check. I'm not. Hey, like, me everyone too. Knows who, everyone knows who Dua Lipa is, right, Zach? <laughs> and then just stared at me. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That's it's fine. Anyway, um, so yeah, don't don't start now. Is like, I guess I don't know. I picked like the, her second most popular song right now because I didn't like this other one that I guess is like more popular. Um, but. It's just a cool dance beat, you know, and she's kind of like, um, I feel like she's sort of dethroning some of the old artists that, you know, I want to say Camila Cabello. Now it's Dua Lipa, like, like she's on top now, sort of thing. 
I would agree with that, Parker. I feel like you're about uh, to. <laughs> I feel like it's literally just because like she's released an album more recently than Camila Cabello. Is that how you say your name? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, but you have to admit. Well, Dua Lipa is. Yeah, she's, she's a like better the queen artist right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah, because Camila Cabello, all I can see her is I just see Sean Mendes now that I see yep. her. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're. And I trust me, I'm not like TMZ gossip. Like I'm not like following all the hot tea or whatever. But <laughs> for some reason, I just know about that, like that one thing. And I don't know, like that kind of just I all I hear is Senorita like in my head. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, get it out of my head. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm just gonna wrap up by saying those are my five songs, and let's move on to Oakley. All right, so the first song in my list is Tomorrow's Dust by Tame Impala. I'm pretty sure everybody here knows Tame Impala. Zach? I'm going to leave. I swear to God. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, No, but but for you, who are they? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. Okay, yeah. I love Tame Impala. Um, I usually study to, like, a lot of their songs anyways. They're just more, like, chill. You know, they're chill songs that they do have. And then the next one is Right by Mac Miller, and that this was released from his posthumous album Circles, the deluxe edition. I don't know. I just love this song. It's very mellow, but yeah, just something that's good to study, too. And then Trust by Brent Fiaz. Zach, do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. I, I, I Parker. Am, okay. What, I, you my, know? I am being character assassinated right now. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I didn't ask you about Mac Miller. I assume. But no, for, for real, I have no idea who that, who that guy is. I've never heard um, of him in my life. Yeah, so he's like a really big, like, well, not really big, but he's an up-and-coming artist right now. Uh, he just released an album in, I think it was either January or February. But the song Trust that I picked for this playlist, it was actually, like, really big on TikTok for a while. Did you happen to make a video with it, Parker? No, no? I no? unless... Maybe I just don't know, like, the name or, like, the title, but I've probably heard the song. <laughs> Might have missed that one. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it's just, again, I like to study to, like, more, I guess the beats are just more, like, mellow and chill. So that, and then Unbothered by Omar Apollo. Again, um, Omar Apollo, he's up and coming. He's about to release an album in a couple months, actually. He just released a new single called Stay Back. But, yeah, if there's anything so far that I've said, like, the one to listen to is probably Unbothered by Omar Apollo. If you guys haven't, Zach, do you know who that is? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Every song. Um, invite every me onto your podcast <laughs> to make fun of me. I'm just kidding. No, you're, you're here because you're qualified to be here. We want you right. here. And then my last song is Mile High by James Blake and Travis Scott. This is always a go-to. It is literally on every single playlist that I have. It could be a summer playlist, road trip playlist, snowboarding. It's just one of those songs that's just great all the time. But yeah, um, the weird thing is though, is I don't even study to music anymore. So this playlist was kind of hard to make because I used to be one of those people who always had to have like either a movie on TV show or just music in the background to study. And now I have to have like complete silence. Or else I won't oh. focus. Yeah, the, I mean, over, the overarching joke of this entire episode is that you guys think I study. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, I love yeah. how uh, 
Oakley, you got through that a lot faster than I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> for the record, you're like, oh shit, I have to make up time for like how long Zoe took. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't have, yeah, really, I didn't have much to say about the songs because I can't even really study to them anymore. Now they're just songs I like to listen to. Yeah. But um, I really, I'm interested to hear Parker's. I'm looking at the at the Google you- Doc right now. <laughs> I have um, some interesting. Uh, Parker has some interesting ones. <laughs> we might all guys- be kicked off the podcast <laughs> because I don't really know any of his. Oh you God. guys haven't heard of any of the songs that I put. Are your um, song titles in hieroglyphs? Because I'm having trouble. Like, <laughs> well, right? Actually, pronounce every- Urban Dictionary to like pronounce them real quick well okay so apex twin if you guys don't know who apex twin is like all of his song titles are pretty much like pretty cryptic at least on this album like all of them are just like well i did read that like it might be like some like cornish language i don't know if you guys know what that is but like i looked up what this first song is it's called vord husband that's how you pronounce it i think and I looked up, like, the meaning of it, and there's still, like, some speculation, like, people aren't 100% sure, but they think it's, like, some, like, ancient language or whatever. Um, not ancient, but, like, old language. And it, I think it means, like, sailboat, maybe? I, I forgot. But that doesn't matter because the song doesn't have lyrics, and so sailboat, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that first song, Vord Husband by Aphex Twin, um, it's a pretty like upbeat, electronic, ambient kind of song. All of my songs I, I pick don't have lyrics because I can I cannot study to like any songs that have words in them. Um, I can just not focus. Um, but yeah, I love that song with Aphex Twin. Um, my next song is Turquoise Hexagon Sun by Boards of Canada. Um, I just recently got into this band. I guess it's not a band. It's like a duo. Um, and they're pretty good. They're kind of like FX Twin. It's like ambient music. Um, this one's like a lot more mellow though than the first song I picked. Um, um, but yeah, going back to the first song though, like um, I do like listening to like really upbeat and like fast paced like songs when I'm doing like math homework. Um, because like usually when I start math, I'm like really sad. And so I need like a pick me up. So I like to listen to like really crazy music. Um, gotta get into it yeah i gotta get rid of that depression that math depression the math depression (laughs) the math depression is real it's real (laughs) um and then my next song is also kind of a cryptic title but because it's daft punk and daft punk is pretty popular i kind of know it's pronounced very disco um and this song is like super repetitive it's just like the melody over and over and over again for like six minutes. And I actually kind of like it because it's one, it's like a really good melody. So I can kind of like get behind songs that like repeat over and over again, as long as they're like good. <laughs> um, but I also think it's good for studying too, like a repetitive song that doesn't like have like a sporadic, like something come out of nowhere and kind of throws you off your groove or whatever. So I kind of like, the song to study to. Um, my next song is Sandalwood One 
by Johnny Greenwood, who is the guitarist or one of the guitarists for Radiohead. I'm sure you guys probably know who Radiohead is, right? Of course. Okay, Zach? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I think we should just title this episode, Zach, do you know who this is? Zach, have the you gang, heard? <laughs> the gang bullies Zach for 38 minutes, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Johnny Greenwood, I love Radiohead, I'm a big Radiohead fan, so... Uh, naturally I got into Johnny Greenwood who does film scores for a lot of like Paul Thomas Anderson movies if you guys know who that is yeah of course PTA yeah sweet I'm glad you guys know who that is (laughs) um but yeah uh, he did a film score for Phantom Thread what (laughs) oh no he was just he looked like he was like crying to himself I was yawning Uh, I'm gonna turn my camera off. I swear to God. God, I want to live stream this just because I like seeing like your physical react. Like it's just such a like discomfort every time somebody says, "I bet y'all know this, right?" (laughs) You all know this. Then you're just like, um, I'm I'm under the microscope today, dude. I'm not here. Like (laughs) you would feel it and never have I ever because you would just never have done anything. That's true. You well, don't do anything, gonna, do you? I'm crying after this episode. Is over, dude? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, back to this anyway, playlist. Anyway, you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, so Johnny Greenwood did a film score for Phantom Thread, which is a PTA movie. Um, it's pretty good, um, but I think the score is awesome, um, and this song is especially good. Um, and then my last song is a Death Grip song. Um, Death Grips usually has MC Ride, who's their vocalist. He's crazy. Um, I love him. Um, but this project is just like instrumentals. Um, uh, I think it's called Interview 2016. Uh, this song is Interview B, and it's just another like chaotic electronic song. I, I'm really into that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's it for me. Now it's Zach's turn. <laughs> Um, so, so I I did uh, miss the mark a little bit on the studying uh, part of the play, but you know what I was I would study to these. I was looking it over as as we were talking. I was like I would I would still use this this set. Um, the the first one is I, I put two there just because I, I I couldn't I couldn't decide between the two of them. It's Blinding Lights by The Weekend and Physical by Dua Lipa. Um, do you guys know who that is? Um, so it's a uh, no idea. <laughs> um, I, I, I really like these two songs in particular, and I know that there's a bunch more in the genre of, of these two songs, but these two in particular, um, I just, I really kind of dig the, the, the aesthetic, the throwback kind of like 80s inspired aesthetic, especially The Weeknd really does it um, with the visuals and the music video and stuff like that. Dua Lipa is more just in the music, um, but it's there. You could definitely tell it's there. It's, it's really like, upbeat the the you could the 808s are, are really they like they, they use like older sounding ones ones that don't that aren't as crisp ones that aren't as complex they're really straightforward songs um which i guess is good if you're if you're studying you know that neither neither of these two songs are really out there in terms of like what they're presenting they're i mean they're pop songs for for the most part uh, but i just i dig the i dig uh the the kind of vibe that they all have or that the but that they both have where they're just kind of like they're throwback songs almost but they were written this year so i i think that's kind of cool um 
Moving on, I put uh, No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. Um, this is because, uh, and I guess, I guess the, uh, I'll tangent this into how I, how I personally study. Um, I, I like classical music, and I know that I have a classical upbringing, uh, a classical music upbringing, so that's, I kind of just drift that way anyway. But um, the James Bond themes have all been like some of the best modern compositions that I've heard, other than, you know, the, the 20th century stuff that nobody likes, uh, but everyone pretends to like. Um, and I just, I really like the way Billie Eilish sings. I, I think she's got a really like soft voice and it's really like timid, but the, the stuff she says is really like prolific. Like obviously No Time to Die, it's the theme. It's a 25th um, James Bond movie. It's the theme for that movie. So it's talking about a lot of like really out there things, uh, you know, that, that are regular to James Bond, but not regular to the 18 year old girl that's singing them. Um and I think that's really cool. It's it, she. She just has like a mastery of of her vocal range, and I think it's really cool. I love modern like pop songs or, you know, digitally created songs that use orchestras and orchestral things. And with James Bond, you kind of have to do that, uh, you know, already. Um, and I think I just I think it's a really cool song. I think it's one of the best James Bond themes that like I've heard probably in a long time. I know Adele. I, uh, Adele did the last one. Um, but I think I mean I don't know I just I, I I might have a preference. Um, the other one is Earthquake by Tyler the Creator, and um, oh, that's know. such a good song. Yeah, yeah, and and again I think that 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 calls on that instrumental love again. Uh, I think Tyler makes really 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 beautiful music. Um, uh, See you again is actually my favorite song. Um, and it's just it's just it's another thing. It's it's uh, it's really catchy. You can you can kind of dance to it, but if you really want to listen to it and, and get the lyrics, you kind of understand what it's really about. Um, which I think is cool because it's kind of like a it's a double edged sword. You know, you you can like the song for how it sounds. You can also like the song for like what it's about and what it talks about. Um, and I know that Tyler, that's one of that's in the middle of his kind of like introspective, you know, renaissance when he really kind of started to talk about really um, existential things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it just, overall, I just, it sounds really good and I like it. Um, next is Good News by Mac Miller. It's off that same album that Oakley mentioned earlier. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's really, it's a really nice song. I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than it that. It is a it's nice a, song. Yeah. And it's, it's, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same weight if I knew that it was po- posthumous. Posthumous. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. um it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same i don't think at all and it's because it's just it's just it's another you know kind of mainstream ish song that has mm-hmm. not too complex a lyrical structure the words aren't that he's not questioning anything super grandiose you know it's, it's a simple song but you know it's uh it's cool to kind of think about like how it embodies mac miller as an artist or it embodies you know what he was um and it's yeah it's just it's a it's a cool song and i think it 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 doesn't call into question anything it's not like a super there is there's like obviously there's under the surface stuff but it's not super deep it's just about it's about you know getting some good news and 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 you know kind of getting from good news to good news to good news and i i also I, i was thinking about it as i as i put this list together and it was it was one of those things where like right now given like everything that's happening I'm, I'm this song is I think it was released at a really good time mm-hmm. uh even though it was it was it's an older song in terms of this list but um you know we could all we could all use some good some good news uh right now given everything that's uh that's happening 
next is Breathe Deeper by Tim and Paula. It's the second uh, uh, twinning that, that Oakley and I have. We have two, two of the know. same albums. Um, I, I really like Tim and Paula. I think they're one of the very the very few bands that, that doesn't do, or that has kind of like the traditional band setup where you have like keyboardist, vocalist, guitarist, bassist, and drummer um that doesn't that you know that isn't like a rock band that they still kind of makes like really good music or re- not really good because you know rock is really good but really kind of i don't want to say chill either but like less chill than rock uh is um, it's almost, i also it's hmm? almost kind of like psychedelic in a way like yeah that's or, a, that's actually that's know? actually a good word i would i would probably put that or pick that um I, I really like the bass throughout the entire song. I think that the, um, I don't know who, I, I don't really know my, my musicians that well, um, but just the, the bassist for Tame Paula, he's just ripping the whole time. And it's, it's a, it's a really nice beat. Um, and you know, it's, it's, you could, you could, you definitely kind of get into a groove while you're listening to it. So like for studying and stuff, I'm sure that Tame Paula is probably on everybody's playlist already. Um, matched up with that, I have Circles by Post Malone. I know that's from last year, uh, but I, again, it's just it's it's a really cool song, and I I like Post Malone's music as a whole. I, I've listened to most of his discography, and and there's not a whole lot I don't like about him. Um, you know, he gets he gets mislabeled a lot. I don't th- actually think he's a rapper. Um, I know that was kind of an issue early on in his career with his first couple albums, where people were like, he's not a very good rapper, but and but you know you realize that he's not trying to rap you know he's a lot of his songs are acoustic um they're not acoustic but they they're not super heavy on like 808s and stuff with that we would expect at a traditional rap um so once you kind of shift your your perspective on him he becomes a really really cool kind of indie indie pop indie rock i don't know what you would call it but um that kind of like eclectic you know laid back it's super laid back the beat is amazing on circles i really love it um and it's it's the messaging of the song the the lyrics are stuff we can all probably relate to it in some way or another um and it's just it's again it's just a, it's a cool song let's do i would i would absolutely study to it and it's a really good like road trip song just kind of you, you get into it and then you realize that it, like this the whole song's over and you know you, you kind of zoned out the entire time um and then last i have sunday best by surfaces we all know what that song is we um, do Parker, yeah, did you make and, uh, to this? <laughs> Wait, I've yeah, never I'm, heard of this song. <laughs> Wait, you haven't? No, what is this? Wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll listen to it, listen to it, and you'll go, oh, it's that one. Yeah, I promise okay, you. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, it's, it's one of those songs. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, Cheerleader back from 2016. Oh, not to, my. Not to, not to make us feel too old, but it kind of – or like uh, um, – uh, the man, I think it's Aloe Black. Oh, now I feel like I've aged ten years. Yeah, <laughs> from this conversation right here. Yeah, and it's just one of those. It, it's just meant to be like kind of a feel good song. Again, it's not super deep or anything. It's not calling. It's not trying to deliver a message. It's just like, hey, take a break from, put your textbook down for like a little bit and just vibe around your room for for ten minutes. Kind of take a break, kind of song. It's really laid back. Um, I, I love the use of the piano to create the melody. Um, I think the, that I like a lot of like lyrical movement and, and melodic movement and stuff like that in songs. Um, and I think that services or uh, Sunday best, it, it, it does it on a loop obviously because it's a pop song, but I think that the original sample is really, really good. And like, I would listen to that beat 
or the chorus over and over and over again. It's just, it's just, it's just a really kind of like positive and, and upbeat song uh, that's, that's hard to beat. And I guess, you know, when you're done studying, you, you turn it on and you kind of relax a little bit, but um, yeah. Cool. I like all of those songs that you picked. Everybody does. That's why. Yep. <laughs> that's because that's, that's what I know. You pick the mainstream ones. <laughs> so I'll be honest. Like, hey, though. someone had to. All right. Hold <laughs> on now. I'll be honest. I do not like Tame and Paula at all. I, I Parker, you really, need to leave right now. You're fired. I, you can no I longer really, <laughs> be the assistant arts desk editor. You're done. Wow. <laughs> no, just damn it. Okay. Um, that's one of the requirements. No. You have to like Tame and Paula. I have to. Oh god. No, I'm <laughs> I guess. I'm kidding. I guess but I'm I want to hear. So why don't you like Tame and Paula? Or why aren't you like? A fan? I feel like their music is like super boring. Like. It's just not interesting at all to me. And I feel like every song kind of sounds like the same. Um, I get that. I like, I like I, the I, less I, I, I know the better. <laughs> I like <laughs> the less I know the better. And that's pretty much it. So. <laughs> real um, <laughs> what? This is troubled waters you're entering right here. Like, yeah. Wow. And they're like, Parker, do you like Mac Miller? Yeah, I like Mac Miller. Okay, you're. I just had to dead. speak my truth real quick. No, I'm it's gonna... okay. You know, I know we're. You're good. I know that you. That's okay that you don't like Tame and Paula. I know that you like the 1975 though, and that is. A I bigger... do. Yeah, that's a plus. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I hold that in higher regard than Tame and Paula. Awesome. Good. All right. Uh, we had something else to talk about, right? This uh, that summer recap. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just kind of like, what was everybody's favorite release of the summer? It was kind of weird, you know, with like COVID and everything. Um, you know, movies not really coming out, or if they were coming out, like video on demand and just like straight to streaming, or albums being pushed back. Um, we even there were a couple album reviews that the artist desk was supposed to do, but then the artist decided that they were just going to release the songs as like singles throughout the year. So. It was kind of like a weird years, but I thought it would be cool to um, just kind of see what everybody, what everybody's favorite was for the, over the summer. So Parker, if you want to start. I think I'm first. Yeah. So my real favorite is Notes on a Conditional Form by the 19, 1975, but Oku stole that one. What? So. No, you could have done that too. We could have had a whole conversation. You know, well, we could just dedicate a whole episode to the 1975 at some point. We, yeah, we can. I just didn't want it to be like, I don't know. I just wanted to have like that option of having something else to talk about. So I picked a different one. And this is a good album too. Um, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, the first time I listened to this album, I thought it was kind of whack. But then like after listening to it a couple more times, I have to do this to like for some music to like, I don't know, to appreciate it, I guess. Um, but yeah, after a while, I started, like, really liking it. Um, I think there's a lot you can, like, say about her um, writing style. Um, one thing I can say is that she uses, like, a lot of contrast in, like, her lyrics. So, for example, the first song and I guess, like, the first line of the album is, like, someday I'm going to live in your house up on a hill, which is, like, a pretty kind of image, right? And then the next line is, and when your skinhead neighbor goes missing, I'll plant a garden in the yard. And so she's like suggesting she's like killing a skinhead, which is like so sick. Um, but it's also like a dark kind of image. And so I just think that contrast is like super cool for like 
writing style purposes. And then like, obviously her voice is like really gentle and soft and that kind of contrasts with like the themes of her songs, which are pretty dark on this album. Um, and then just her voice in general, um, obviously, yeah, it is like super gentle and soft, but like she has like a unique kind of sound. It's like kind of nasally almost, or like she does like this thing where she like pronounces her vowels in like a really like obvious, like accentuated kind of way, especially like when she says words like car or like apartment, she like really like emphasizes the vowels, which I think sounds like so cool. I love her voice. Um, but yeah, ultimately this album's uh, really good. Um, production wise, I actually think it kind of like sounds like some of the 1975 stuff in a weird way. I feel like a lot of like the synth sounds kind of remind me of 1975 stuff um, and kind of like an atmospheric kind of production thing that the 1975 does too. I don't know, that might just be something that I'm hearing and that's just me but um I definitely see like a comparison there I, and I know they were touring together right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah they were and then she's on um their song what is it is it Jesus Christ 2005 oh, yeah. yeah 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 I forgot about that it's yeah. a long title is oh that God, even I the love... right one yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah Jesus Christ 2005 God bless America yeah that Weird song's title, great i love that song i do yeah. too that's good yeah yeah i really wanted to pick that album but i just didn't want to be repetitive <laughs> so i didn't but yeah that's a great album you can talk about it more but yeah i'm done good album who's next i think zoe's up next yeah zoe's next hold on so are we doing were we doing albums <laughs> oh no just like whatever your favorite was you know movie song book anything just summer like arch release i think we just all happen to focus on music yeah when i heard when i saw release i kind of just like thought of albums immediately so oh it could have been uh, anything yeah oh. it could have been anything i missed the opportunity um, nah send it that, out to I, the world what, right now that's why <laughs> i just put arts not like music just arts but i'm just such like a music person that my favorite release was going to be an album. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I was going to say, like, I'm not, like, excited for an upcoming show, but I'm mad that they decided to cancel production of some Netflix shows that I like. Like, if Oh, you, what did they cancel? Uh, have you heard of, like, I Am Not Okay With This? It's, like, about this girl who, like, has, um, I guess, telekinesis, or not telekinesis, the one where you can move objects with your mind and yeah is she the one who was in the it movies yeah yeah and she's yeah. like uh kind of like a moody teenager with like a rough background and she just i guess is like finding like love in all the wrong places and she's like taking out her frustrations and she also has like like powers i guess that come mm -hmm. out and so they canceled production because of covid which is very disappointing um oh, that's sad yeah, but anyway, if no, <laughs> if, if that's kind of a new, like, nobody's heard what I'm talking about kind of show, then let's move right along into the music. Because, um, <laughs> um, I don't know, not every show I watch is, like, people have heard of it all the time, because I watch a lot of eclectic stuff. Um, but for another time. Um, so I picked a Katy Perry song just because um, I'm a little biased. Like, I did press on Katy Perry, like, 
on my birthday, actually. It was crazy. I called Ooh. my birthday. I didn't call her like, oh, it's just me and her, but it was like a very large, like 100 person Zoom call with like her talking about her upcoming album and stuff. And um, like, we're actually today's the 25th. Like, we just became like, oh, wait, I was on that call. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> wait, I was on that too. <laughs> we were there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like begging for nothing then. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, you're not was, special at all. Um, yeah, I felt special, but I wanted to be like, "Hey, Katie, it's actually my birthday," and then her be like, "I see you," but that would have never happened. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I'm biased because like I, I like she's very against the grain. Like her messaging is very like I'm critical of the music industry and like what it stands for in certain circumstances and like. Um, she just got married and like um, is you know gonna have a baby and like so her life's been changing a lot so um, her music is like less um, teenage dream days and California girls days where it's all like kind of glitz and over the top um, and it's more sort of like has a deeper meaning towards it um, she's like a super big supporter of like LGBTQ rights as well so I picked um, it's called daisies and then in parentheses can't cancel pride um, I just like, um, the thing I really like about this song, I'm not like, you know, I loved, like I grew up on Katy Perry music. Um, like the thing I really like about this song is it pays homage to like all of her old songs because she like, in one scene in the music video, she's wiping up like with a, a mop, she uses a broom, like whatever you call it. What's that thing on the mop that's like the, the actual mop part? Wow, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I believe that's called the mop. <laughs> no, like I, I, it's a hundred percent serious. I think that's called the mop. <laughs> this is like her wig from like uh, I think it's California Girls or something, and I just like the symbolism as like she's putting her past behind herself, and like ushering into a new decade and kind of growing into herself. I really like that, um, and I think. I think she's very underrated. Like, I think that um, she her talent goes, like, less, cause, just because, like, it's not, I guess there's this whole idea that, like, some pop artists, like, they have their heyday, and then that's it. Like, for example, the newest upcoming artists, like, we think of, I guess, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, um, Dua Lipa, like, Camila Cabello, I don't know, those are just female artists, like, and, like we see them kind of like come into their like the peak of their like pinnacle of their career and then like what comes after that like they get their sort of like adult lives moving and but I think that she really came back with this and I just like to talk about it so yeah that's something interesting that you brought up because I do feel that with like a lot of female artists too you there is that concept of like you have your heyday you're in your prime of your career and then like you said you know, like you grow up and, you know, you get into like more of your adult life and then you kind of go away. But Katy Perry has really come back and that's great. Yeah, for sure. And she, you can tell like, she's like a big uh, proponent, like of, you know, human rights and just fighting for equality. And like, she, you, a lot of the things that she writes about in her latest music, it's not over-sexualized. Like, it's really just like her coming into her own skin. Like, and I think that's really important for female artists to realize like, sex doesn't always sell like I don't know if I can say that on the radio but like you know 
that shouldn't always be what sells, I think, is like the main takeaway. And just being able to sing about other things besides like what is popular and just kind of like get your own message out. So, yeah. Yeah, they, um, I went to uh, Love Loud a couple, like a year ago. Um, it was what, it, which I, I think, well, I think she does it every year, but it was whatever year it was. Uh, Kesha was, she wasn't the, the headliner because, um, uh, oh my God, what's the dude's name? The dude from Imagine Dragons, yeah, whose name Reynolds. I can't remember. Now. Yeah, Dan Reynolds. He was the, obviously the headliner because it's his festival, but uh, Kesha was like the performer before him. And her, her whole thing was about how she's like, screw men. I don't need them. Nobody needs them. Like, I'm just going to celebrate being like who I am. And it was, that was like the whole deal of her show. I think that's a, that's a pretty common like thing, like a, a, a theme that, that I've been seeing, especially recently um, with, with, uh, well, I, I'm not, I'm sure it's probably uh, not exclusive, but for the most part with, with female artists, they're, they're talking about how they, they have, they, they have their independence now, you know, if they can, they can make the money just like their, their male counterparts in the industry, they can have their own voices and do stuff like that, you know, and I, it's cool. It's cool to see because it's, it's widespread. A lot of artists are doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I do think that it's great to see that, especially, and like you said, Zoe, with like Katy Perry and her music, you know, like speaking out about like you said, she was, you know, speaks out about like the industry and everything like that. So I think it's important to, you know, like for female artists and artists especially to speak out against like the industry and then speak up for what they believe is important in their own art. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. I'm glad we're on the same page. Cause if you were just like, I actually don't agree with her about the whole feminine empowerment thing. Like <laughs> then I'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> just kidding. And then Zach's like, what's that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> What's female empowerment? <laughs> I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm, I'm gonna. Blow <laughs> blow. No. Okay, I was trying to go with the like the main joke line, and and I didn't realize like that was actually sort of a touchy topic. So I take it back. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we still have uh, two more of our summer recaps to go, I believe. Um, yeah, I could, I'll go next. Uh, because I'm on. I'm next on the on the list. Um. Wait, Zach, hold on. Releases? Hmm. Look at the, read the chat real quick. Um, oh, I don't have that. I thought you had that. Wait, I'm the um, host. You're the host, right? I don't know. I want to keep talking. Uh, my favorite release of the summer, uh, non-music-wise, uh, I watched The Irishman. Uh, actually, the night of the earthquake, I watched The Irishman. Um, I know because it was like four in the morning and I was like halfway through because it's like a four-hour movie. Um, I think that's honestly one of the best movies I've ever seen. I, I think it is masterfully made. Um, and it, it is, it, it doesn't overcomplicate itself. It's a really simple story. Um, I won't spoil anything about it cause it's still, I guess it's still technically new stuff. I don't even, was it this summer? It was earlier in the year, but, um, I would definitely recommend you watch it. Uh, there is, I've seen online that there's, there's lists on how to watch it episodically. So you don't have to sit through, cause it's literally, I think it's three and a half hours mm-hmm. is the runtime. Yeah. Um, so you don't, ha- there's ways to watch it where you don't have to watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Uh, it was interrupted by the earthquake, but I actually finished the movie after. Um, <laughs> cause it was so good. 
music, I and again, this might be a little early. Uh, I don't know if it was released over the summer. I bet it wasn't. But uh, I had The Box by Roddy Rich on there. Um, there's a couple things that I just I really uh, appreciate about the song. Um, it's not a complex song at all. It's a really simple song, and it harkens back to um, the era of like when 808s were really becoming popular, when drum machines weren't complex at all. You couldn't do a whole lot with them. Um, it's a really simple beat, and it actually kind of coincides with uh, Roddy Rich's upbringing. He grew up in Compton, and that's obviously where a ton of really, really, really influential rappers uh, originated from. They, were, they grew up there. He grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, he talks about his kind of his gang affiliations and stuff like that. You really kind of get a sense for who he is in the song, which is which is always really nice. Um, but it's a really simple song that is also really, really uh, good and easy to listen to. Um, I, you could listen to it in a bunch of different contexts, which I think is really cool about uh, songs with rap. It's hard to do that um, because a lot of rap, at least for the not the most part, but a big part of rap is really aggressive. And it's not, it's talking about a select few number of topics. So it's, it's kind of hard, like, you know, you wouldn't really have it on in every circumstance, but um, uh, the box is, is easy enough to listen to. And it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's aggressive, but it's not obviously like a laid back chill kind of song, even though you could kind of classify it like that. Um, it's definitely like, a, you know, you're, you're running, you're rolling down, you know, uh, the, the Wasatch, whatever that driving, uh, Wasatch Boulevard, I think it is, um, on the East Bench, and you, you're in your convertible with the hood down. You, you're going to have that song on. That's and I think that that quantifies it perfectly. Um, it's a really, uh, just it, it's a really simple song that is also really good. Um, and it talks about you know not it's 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 a similar formula lyric wise, but um, it talks it just talks about how you know a lot of and it it actually kind of does have some messaging in there about the the music industry in general just because i mean everyone especially during the quarantine because everyone you know lost their job it's 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 money has become a huge deal and it, it you know his the hook of the song is that he's not going to sell his soul to get rich and which i think is cool because that's uh, hollowness is a, is an issue with uh, with uh, a lot of the music industry um especially when it comes to making money and and, and stuff like that um, and he, he goes, he goes against, he goes against the grain on that, which is pretty cool. So it's one of those songs where like, if you just wanted to listen to the beat and the, and the chorus and, and just vibe with it, it's a, it's a really good song. But if you wanted to do like an actual deep dive into the lyrics, um, you'll, you'll get, you'll get a different experience, which I, I think is cool. That's awesome. No, that's a great song. And I like to hear what you had to say about it. It's a bop. It, it is a bop. Parker, did you make a TikTok to this song? <laughs> a lot of people no. did though that was of one of the I, I i was re i was researching this song it was one of it was one of the first not one of the first because tiktok was around for a little bit before this song was released but it was one of the songs it was one of the first songs where in the period of time this year where everybody was on tiktok it was one of the first songs and so mm -hmm. it was it was played like crazy i don't know what the royalties are associated with that but i'm sure that's that's a fat check that that roddy rich is getting from tiktok um and it's it got super popular because uh of the sound effect he called it actually i i looked this up and it was a cool story he actually wrote this song at like six in the morning in in his studio with his with his with his team or whatever uh he calls it but um he made the sound effect that like he, that you know the sound effect in that place throughout the entire song 
as a joke because he was trying to imitate a door opening. And so he was That's trying to imitate, yeah, he was trying to imitate like the, like the creaking of the door. So he made that sound and everyone was like, whoa, we could work with that. <laughs> and it was cool. It like literally, it was, and it was, I, I actually like this part about it too, the process of it, it was literally like written in a couple hours. And, and again, that's probably, you can kind of, you can kind of tell just cause it's a, again, it's a really simple song. It, it, nothing changes. It's just, they, they pull out the drums, they'll pull out the melody, they'll do whatever, like most rappers do anyway, uh, to differentiate their music. But yeah, it was just, it was just kind of thrown together and it's one of the most popular songs in the world right now. It was on the, it was, it topped the billboard top 100 for 11 weeks when it came out. And I'm sure TikTok was probably a big part of that too. Um, but yeah, it's, it, and it, 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 I said it before, but it, it goes against the grain because a lot of rap nowadays is really complex. It's really existential. You have rappers like J Cole, like 21 Savage that are really getting into like the meat of why they make music and you know, where they stand in, in the world and the universe. But then you just have like this guy that's like, I really, I have a lot of money and this is really cool. I want to write this bop and we're all going to like jam out to it. And I think that's cool. I think, I think we could all use that sometimes because you know, it, it's a life gets life becomes a lot sometimes so it's it's nice to kind of take a break with songs like that yeah you don't have to like totally. think too much when you listen to it mm-hmm. you know you can just be in the moment and enjoy yourself mm-hmm. so i think that's great all right so my favorite i guess now um so yeah like parker already said uh it is notes on a conditional form by the 1975 and this was released in may and I do have to say, so when I first, so I wrote an album review for this, for The Crony. And when I first listened to the album, I hated it. <laughs> I didn't like it. And I was like, how, how do I write an album review for this album that I think is absolute trash? Because all of the singles that were released, I loved. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be their best album. Yeah, I'm so here for this. And then the album drops and I'm like, what is this? who is this? This is not the 1975 that I have like grown up on because when they came onto the scene in 2013, I was like at the height of like my emo phase, I guess. You know, I feel like, has everybody had one of those or is it just me? Because I, you know. I'm still in my emo phase right now. Judging by your TikToks? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, so like seeing them, you know, progress obviously from their first, you know, self-titled album, you know, the 1975 in 2013 to I Like It When You Sleep for You're So Beautiful Yet So Unaware of It in 2016 to then having a brief inquiry into online relationships in 2018 to now. This, Notes on a Conditional Form, it was like a weird, I was just, I don't, I didn't even know how to appreciate the album at first because they were all like so different, but I felt like with the first, you know, albums, that, the first three albums that they had put out, they kind of built upon each other. And then this one, they just, it felt like they had almost just thrown it together and literally hit publish and uploaded it. Um, but the more I got to listen to it, you know, that night writing the review, I realized that it was my favorite album that they had ever released and it was their best work. And I don't, just something about it. It's, in the album review I wrote, it's a very long, messy, sprawling work, but at its core, it's so earnest and honest. And, you know, their lead singer, Maddie Healy, 
he really is like searching, you know, like finding more out about himself. I feel like it's his, mo- it's his most self-reflective work. I don't know, Parker, did you feel that listening to it? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely my favorite of theirs. I've always like preferred their more like electronic sound than their like straight up indie kind of mm-hmm. sound. Though I do like um, the self-titled album and I like it when you sleep. But before this album dropped, my favorite was A Brief Inquiry mm-hmm. because it was like more electronic, I guess. Um, so yeah, when this album dropped, like at first I was kind of surprised because like there was like some, um, I don't know the exact genre, but like a lot of just like electronic instrumental tracks where there's no lyrics or anything. There's no yeah. hint of like any indie rock at all. It's like just electronic music, which is really interesting. Um, and I was for it like from the beginning. Um, but yeah, there are like a lot of really good indie tracks on the album too. Like I think um, what's like, if you're too shy, let me know. Oh, yeah. that, that that's one like is one their of my most, favorite. And that's the only one on there that I would say sounds like the most like 1975 song. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one's definitely like re- going back to like the roots. Um, but yeah, then there's songs like Tonight. Oh, Tonight um, I Wish I Was Your Boy. Yeah. I had then- such a, like an epiphany. I was at work and there was a song on and it had, it reminded me of that, um, that 1975 song Tonight. And mm-hmm. I realized that they sampled the song I was listening to. It's a Temptation oh, no song. Way. And it's the sample is finding, in the beginning. Finding the original sample is like a treasure hunt. And I love every time I do it, especially because I listen to a lot of rap. And so it's, it's sample heavy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And when you find the source material, it's like, I did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I found it. I've got to the bottom of this. Yeah. When I heard this song, I was like, wait a second. That's, yeah, that's on the 1975's album. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, this is definitely like my favorite album of theirs. Um, yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, the more that I listen to it, the more I realize that even though it is like very long and very messy and kind of all over the place, it is consistent at the same time. Like they are one of the few bands that I can say has been like consistent because I've been like a fan since the beginning and they're one of the few bands that I can say has actually like been consistent through my life. Like, you know, the music that they were putting out in 2013 when I was... 15 years old I feel very old now um it was like everything that I needed it to be at that time in my life you know like you have like it was like the tumblr era you've got like the all black clothes the doc martens you know everything and then you know their second album in 2016 it was just I don't know they like grew and they changed and you know you have like songs like somebody else come out and it's like oh oh my gosh you know (laughs) breaks you in two And then, like, a brief inquiry into online relationships really hints at, like, I mean, in 2018, you think about it, like, really, I mean, we're still at, like, the height of, like, online dating and everything, but, you know, to have a whole album kind of, like, tackling that. And then now with this, it's all over the place, and I feel like that is kind of, at least for me, like, where my life is. Like, it's very messy, and it feels like it's not controlled or anything, but at the same time, it's concise consistent so i don't know 
Is it a is is this an album where you would have to listen have listened to their previous work to enjoy it, or could you like hop in? Um, I think you could just hop in. To be honest, like I think you could hop in and listen to it. I think I the like... only things that you, I don't know, like I think Parker and I would just recognize that, like, yeah, if you're too shy, let me know is like a pinnacle 1975 song. But other than that, I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. But Maddie is like just like one of my favorite like just characters. Like he's such an interesting person. And a lot of his writing and like his ideas, if you like watch his interviews and stuff, he has like a like a lot of like interesting ideas and stuff. Like he's a really interesting person just in general. Um and like it definitely translates into the music too. Um that's like one of the big reasons why I like the 1975 is Maddie, like Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, but like, I'll always be like a fan of like their old stuff too. Like, like Robbers is a great song off their first oh, album. There's great songs Robbers. everywhere. Like, <laughs> that one is so good. <laughs> right. Right. That's like definitely one of my favorites of theirs. Um, but yeah, I just like to see them progress and like, take a new direction it's just refreshing and cool so but yeah yep um yeah so i think that's that's everybody obviously um thank you guys that was this was really fun to talk yeah. about all the yeah. music and everything so thank you guys <laughs> yeah it was awesome do we do we want to do plugs for other stuff around student media go for it well like i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, something to plug. well now i feel bad but uh yeah. since you asked uh well i'm sure we we all have other stuff going on around student media that we could we like could talk TikTok. about um like tiktok um well i guess i'll go first um i if you if you know if you follow utah sports at all um, chances are you've heard of my stuff. I you can find me on Twitter at Zach Janis. Um, that's Zach with an H because I spell it the right way. Um, I cover Utah football for the most part, uh, but I also do a couple of radio shows um, that talk about professional sports. You could find those at All Things Sports or at Short Sports, um, both of which are currently remote right now, but um, both are uh, either live stream or radio shows um, in their in their correct non-quarantine forms um uh you could also check out my blog i i on ku radio's website like the official website um i post very infrequently and when i have stuff to write about i write it um but obviously with the quarantine that's been kind of difficult i also do some stuff over at the geek wave that you can check out i just uh turned in one of i think my favorite pieces i've ever written um that uh you should definitely check out in the coming weeks at the geek wave but yeah i'm kind of i'm all over student media so seriously you all you are all over student media <laughs> you're everywhere <laughs> zach has entered the chat <laughs> seriously folded letters <laughs> zoe um, you want to promote yourself <laughs> um well so actually um I want to say TBA like coming soon because I 
you know, did my first ever like really rough around the edges podcast um, with one of my co-hosts and friends, Joseph Moss. Um, but I had no idea what I was doing personally. Like he knew what he was doing, but I, I was just kind of going into it like completely like, you know, blank slate. And I worked under you tell all that was like what my podcast is called um, in KU radio. And I also have um a blog under you tell all reviews um and coming soon i'm looking to launch a podcast um potentially um in the fall if i have time about all things writing and literature related because i'm a book nerd um i'm trying to think i don't even have a twitter like what is wrong with me i don't have linkedin i don't have twitter um nobody needs linkedin i don't use instagram um, I used to be popping on Reddit, but I don't, I don't have that information. You got now. that karma. Um, <laughs> I have pretty good karma. Um, you know, every day's cake day. Um, and yeah, you guys probably have better handles than I do. Uh, what can we expect to see from the arts desk this like first week back? Let's see. So right now we are, you know, just kind of easing back into the fall semester. So we have, you know, some to binge or not to binge uh, articles coming out, some album reviews, and then we're doing a new article on Apple Music's new radio shows that they're, the new radio show that they're putting out. So they're kind of revolutionizing radio for the modern world. So that's basically what we're working on right now. I don't know. I don't have anything to plug about myself. Literally, the only thing I do in student media is be the arts editor. That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> I'm not all over the place like Zach is. Zach is just getting... It, it's like, it definitely, he is like flattered, but he's also destroyed because he's like, why have I been... Like, <laughs> I've touched every sector of the university <laughs> possible. This is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. I don't know. (laughs) I think if I, I've never, I haven't written about news yet. If I do that, I think I will have done at least a little bit of everything. This is your bucket list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) News desk, hit hit me up. I gotta, I gotta do this before I graduate. Seriously, Natalie, can we get her on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) Call up Natalie. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, what about you, Parker? Do you want to share anything um, handle-wise? Um, not really. <laughs> you sound so defeated <laughs> by that. Uh, I want to hear about No, I just... <laughs> share your TikTok. You yeah, know. what's that TikTok? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I, I'll find it. I'll find it. Oh, my God. I'm not sharing my TikTok on the podcast. She'll drop it. She'll drop it. It's okay. <laughs> is it, I can't remember if it's just your... Oh, wait. No, I know what it is. I, I know I changed, what it is. I changed my handle because I didn't want anyone to find it. No, <laughs> you did not. But, Doesn't want anybody to find it and mentions it on a podcast. <laughs> it was so easy. Wasn't it just your name? Yeah, but it was It was Parker Dunn is fun. That's like That's my Instagram handle. Parker, what did you change it to? I'm not going to say it. Oh, wait, you said, how many followers did you say you have? Like 100 and something? Because <laughs> I can just go based off of that. Yeah. You can? <laughs> That's a thing you can do? 
if you liked my TikToks, you can trace them back, maybe. Oh, true. Well, I didn't because I didn't want you to know that I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> that I was out here stalking your TikTok. But now it's even worse because I'm actually trying, I'm stalking you, trying to find again. <laughs> I'll send you my TikTok after the podcast. We need to so. cut this from the show. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. We've a little bit on blast, but it's okay. We we first we start with Zach, then we start with Parker, and just me and Oakley will be safe for now. And we'll just you know, we'll not worry about I'm serious. We need to title this episode Zach, have you heard of so and so and Parker? Yeah, no, I was I was incorrect in my first guess because I said thirty eight minutes. It was actually like seventy two minutes that I just got ripped to shreds in on in front of media everywhere. I think we're, we are going to set up a never have I ever game just like after hours, like with Zach. Yes. I just want to fingers stay in, up for like entirely only. uninteresting. <laughs> but we can only ask questions that are pop culture. We're like, mm-hmm. never have I ever like heard of this band? And then we'll just wait for Zach. We'll just look at Zach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> okay. Well, game, but Zach's the only player. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Damn. Give <laughs> you an empty Zoom call. <laughs> Seriously, that'd be so funny. All right. Well, I feel like um, given that, like, I think we went a little over what we were expecting to go. So I think we should uh, kind of like close out. And any final thoughts about the things we talked about? Um. Good chat. I have some bands. I have some bands to listen to. Yeah, yeah Zach has yeah. some research that he needs to do. I have homework to do now. If you ever want to come back on this podcast, your qualifications you need more. <laughs> it's what you have is not enough. I have an independent microphone. I think that like alone, I can. That's like my. That's like my get into any podcast free card. Is, is the microphone and the webcam like I'm okay? I think I'm good. That's true because I mean for me. My, we all know my audio wasn't working for like the first three minutes, five minutes we were trying to do this, so I'm not one to talk. So I need to obviously figure out my setup. You need to step up your game. I do, so I can be qualified to be on my own podcast. <laughs> um, let's see, anything else? Oh, um, yeah, just... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No. Does the arts desk have any social? No, we just no. We don't have any. Where's the wait, Parker? We were weren't we gonna do that? <laughs> we oh, we were, were we gonna do that? Were we gonna do a Twitter? <laughs> we were kind of talking about it, but like <laughs> we didn't say we were going going to. Do no, it. we, we just talked about do, it. Are we yeah. gonna do a Twitter? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think this is how Parker and I's like meetings go because our meetings happen over text and I'm just like, hey, yeah, did we talk about this? Did we do this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, honestly, I just want to say thank you guys and everybody else who hopefully is listening. We'll have another episode out soon. On what? I don't know. Maybe something pop culture so we can humiliate Zach some more. Yeah. I'm not coming back. (laughs) He's done. That's it. Transferring 